India's Narendra Modi, the Earth Alliance and Full Disclosure. Aloha everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Sala and I want to respond to a Time magazine article that is essentially a hit piece on India's Narendra Modi pointing out what have been a number of criticisms about his presidency or his uh, prime ministership. He became prime minister in 2014 and was re-elected in 2019 and his party, the Bharatiya Janata Party, is considered by many Western media analysts to be a Hindu nationalist party. And so Modi and the BJP is often accused of being uh, xenophobes, racists, targeting Muslims and other minorities in India. And reading the Time article and many other Western articles, one gets the impression that Narendra Modi is, is not someone to be admired and certainly not someone that is a democratic partner for the United States and others. And in fact, in this Time article, uh, they're arguing that uh, Joe Biden, uh, the so-called legitimate president of the United States, um, needs to be very careful in how to deal with Narendra Modi as a partner in countering the influence of China. So what I want to do is, is really give you another perspective on Narendra Modi someone who in fact is doing a lot of good in trying to bring back some of India's ancient heritage. Now, now Modi comes definitely from the kind of right-wing conservative side of Indian politics. Uh, the, the predecessor of uh, Modi, uh, these were associated with the, the Congress party, traditionally dominated by uh, the Jawaharlal Nehru, the first Prime Minister of India, his daughter, uh, his daughter Indira Gandhi, her son uh, Rajiv Gandhi, and, and now the wife of the uh, Rajiv Gandhi who was assassinated, and his mother was assassinated as well, Indira Gandhi. Her name is Sonia Gandhi, and she has been the kind of unofficial or de facto leader of the Congress party ever since her son's uh, murder. And now her, her um, uh, grandson, Rahul Gandhi, is uh, very prominent in the Congress party. So they're traditionally on the left wing of the political spectrum in India and embraced by uh, global institutions and many kind of left with left wing entities around the world. Now, the thing is, the Congress Party is very much a globalist entity, very much in favor of globalism and is closely associated with what we in the uh, alternative community would, would call the deep state. So the election of Narendra Modi as prime minister and the success of the BJP in 2014 was a a major watershed in Indian politics. And one of the things that Narendra Modi did from the very beginning uh, as Prime Minister was that he began to talk about restoring India's greatness 
and and especially India's uh, ancient role as a place where these highly developed technologies were used. Now, Indian classics, uh, books like the Mahabharata, uh, the Ramayana, and, and many other texts uh, that derive from ancient India talk about vimanas, flying saucers, and advanced super science that the Indians had, and that India was a leading power uh, many thousands of years ago when, when, they, when these tech, highly advanced technologies were used widely in the Indian subcontinent. And so there's many stories, many legends of, of ancient wars um, in northern India um, involving atomic weapons. And, and some studies have been found of the soil in parts of the northwest of India showing uh, nuclear contamination from some kind of ancient uh, nuclear war. So there is historical evidence supporting the idea that these super technologies once existed and that they were used um, in India. So now what, what has happened was that these technologies, these super technologies were real, they were used, and they are found all over India, especially in the Himalayas, in repositories there. The deep state has known this and has for decades plundered India for its ancient technologies. Uh, this has been going on for a long time. Uh, the the Gandhis, the Congress Party, were a party to that. Uh, they were part of this globalist effort to diversify and to internationalize the ancient technologies uh, that were being discovered around the world. And the crashed UFO craft uh, that were being recovered uh, from extraterrestrial entities and that were being studied by the deep state. Um, up until the late 1960s, a lot of this reverse engineering uh, was being done um, in the United States or in the Soviet Union, to a lesser extent in China. Um, and this was done and so that all these assets, uh, countries like India or Europe, Europe uh, the United States, sorry, uh, Australia, Canada, all of these countries where there were these artifacts found, they typically would be sent off to the United States for study. Now, in the late 60s, uh, that became more of an international consortium. Uh, the, the group that was running that in the United States, Majestic 12, that became internationalized. And so by, by the 1970s, it had become more of a kind of like transnational corporation. And so the uh, the, the India branch of this, where these ancient artifacts were being studied, that became, that became more prevalent in this kind of like international consortium, building these super advanced technologies, uh, flying saucers, flying rectangles, flying uh, triangles, uh, advanced genetic uh, studies, cloning and so forth. Uh, that all of these things were being, had been internationalized and India was a prominent part of this international consortium uh, because of its ancient repositories. And the Congress Party uh, aided and facilitated this. And uh, you know, there's many reasons for that. Now, what happened was that, of course, uh, this international consortium 
monopolize these ancient technologies and use them for their own secret space programs. Um, and only a few elites from all of the partner countries, including India, uh, were party or would, would benefit from these advanced technologies that were being studied. So that gives you a little bit of an idea of you know, India's part in all of this. So in 2014, uh, the BJP is elected to power in a uh, landslide win. Uh, the uh, Prime Minister becomes Narendra Modi. And one of the first things he does is that he wants to restore uh, India's ancient technologies. He wants to regain those and make those available to the Indian public and to the world. And he's actually talking about that. He's, he's giving speeches where he, he talks about uh, regaining India's lost sciences and making this a platform for the BJP and the party. And uh, he's talking about uh, ancient genetics, uh, these uh, ancient genetics that were used for creating super soldiers in ancient India, uh, that he referred to Kana, one of the chief protagonists in the Mahabharata, uh, the, the, the chief protagonist to the warrior Krishna, so to the warrior Arjuna, who was being advised by Krishna. Uh, he is, uh, this is, the name of this uh, warrior is uh, Kana. And according to uh, Narendra Modi, Kana was created by genetics. He's a genetically created super soldier. And so now, given the advances in genetics, given what we have been told by a number of insiders, we can appreciate uh, the fact that, yes, today, uh, genetics are used to create super soldiers. And that this is something that is part of what the secret space programs have been doing and what this uh, consortium of program, uh, this consortium of corporations around the world are building. They're building super soldiers using genetics, cloning, um, in enhanced uh, bioengineering of the human genome, selective breeding, all of these things to build uh, super soldiers. I mean, in, in the Star Trek series, the rise of Khan or uh, that character Khan as a genetic super soldier. You know, of course, Star Trek depicted that at sci-fi, but of course, according to Narendra Modi, this is part of India's ancient heritage. So what Modi wants to do from the get-go was to get Indian scientists to begin studying this and to begin releasing this technology to the world. Well, the deep state did not like that because this was something that they were already doing. And they by no means wanted to make this publicly available, let alone make it available to the world. So from the very beginning, Narendra Modi and the BJP have been targeted as kind of right wing Hindu nationalist fanatics and extremists that they you know, censor any kind of narrative that, that's critical of the BJP that they're being accused of censorship. The, the same thing that the deep state is doing right now in the United States in censoring any supporters of Donald Trump and anyone questioning the legitimacy of this current president, Mr. He Who Can Be Bidden, uh, they... They censored, removed, the, from, uh, removed from all sorts of platforms. So this has been leveled 
at Narendra Modi saying, well, he's doing censorship in India. Uh, and and this, this, of course, is exactly what we are witnessing happening in the United States and elsewhere through the major media platforms. So Narendra Modi has been compared to Donald Trump. He is the Indian Donald Trump. And for those in the kind of progressive alternative community that understand that uh, Donald Trump was persecuted by the deep state in these manufactured controversies that just continue even now that he's out of office. Of course, we've seen this, uh, this kind of hoax uh, impeachment, second impeachment, and how that's turned out. All, all to stop Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump and Narendra Modi are partners in this Earth Alliance. And there are others, such as Vladimir Putin, who has also been demonized by the deep state. And now, recently, uh, Xi Jinping, in my last podcast, I talked about the demonization of Xi Jinping. So the deep state is demonizing and vilifying all of these prominent leaders of this Earth Alliance that I'll be talking about in my upcoming February 27 uh, webinar on the Earth Alliance uh, full disclosure and the coming global revolution. So Narendra Modi is an important world leader. Do not believe the left-wing uh, mainstream media demonization, vilification of him. He's actually a good guy. He's actually someone that wants advanced technologies that have been monopolized and controlled by the deep state for the exclusive benefit of elites to be released to the world. The same thing Donald Trump wanted to do from the, from the beginning of his administration, dating from, 20, uh, from uh, January 2017, when uh, he issued a memorandum uh, for a lot of, uh, for a thousand patents that had been uh, held up under national security orders to be released. Uh, Donald Trump talked about a new world of advanced technologies being uh, released um, in his uh, 2017 uh, inauguration. Uh, that was why they did not want Trump being re-elected and, and, and what we saw in the 2020 election, um, a massive effort to take down Trump through all means available to the deep state. And we saw that. And uh, I've talked a bit about that before, but right now uh, the deep state thinks that they've succeeded in removing Trump. I think they're very wrong in that. Uh, Trump will come back. The deep state has been trying uh, since 2014 to uh, remove uh, Narendra Modi, to undermine him. They've been doing the same with uh, Russia's Vladimir Putin. And now they're starting to do the same with Xi Jinping. So this article uh, by Times uh, magazine targeting Narendra Modi needs to be seen as uh, an another attempt by the deep state to take down a prominent member of this Earth Alliance. If you want to learn more, then by all means, uh, find out about my upcoming webinar, February 27. You can learn about it at exopolitics.org. There's uh, plenty of room if you'd like to register. Um, otherwise, you can just go to my website, read the articles and the podcast where I talk about the Earth Alliance and these different uh, figures that are part of that. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on whatever platform you use. Thank you for listening and aloha.